Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Spurs. And now, let's join our hosts. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Spurs News Podcast. If my count is correct, this is our 89th episode of the show. I'm delighted to say... I'm joined by the man who's joined me for most of those. It's my friend Matt. How you doing, mate? Yeah, you are, mate. Eighty-nine episodes. Wow. Yes, it's yes. growing, isn't it? You know, it's going to be double, yeah. uh, triple figures soon, isn't it? I know. I know. It's, it's going to be yeah, cricket score soon, cricket mate. Score. We're in, yeah, we're in we're in the rugby territory now, and we'll be up into the cricket score soon. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's been fun. I, I certainly, when we started this, didn't predict we'd be discussing. Um, uh, uh, Plague stopping the football season yeah. at any point. I think the biggest, I think the biggest thing we had to worry about at that time was whether Toby Adderall was going to leave, which weirdly he yeah. hasn't, and that yeah. was kind of the biggest worry. Little, like you say, little did we know what was actually going to yeah. happen on the 89th episode. Look, looking, looking back now, I, I think perhaps him signing that new deal should have been the alarm bell that the world had something bad coming. Some... You know, you should, yeah, you know, you start, you know, when you hear about all the stuff in the Bible, you know, when up is down, you know, when black is black is day. Toby signs a new deal. I'm pretty sure that's in there. Pretty sure. It's got to be somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. Pretty sure it's hidden away in like you know the book of Job <laughs> <laughs> or book of Job, depending on how you pronounce it. Uh, but anyway, man, um, I'm, I'm doing okay. Um, isolation crazy is only set in a little bit. How about yourself and the family? They're all right. Yeah, they're well. Yeah, we're. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm going to work a couple of days a week, uh, so yeah. it's anxi- anxiety driven. The times I am at work. But yeah. it, I think we, it's, it's one of those things where I think we all need to focus on why we're doing it because yeah. I know a lot of people are, are kind of they're ripping at the walls now, aren't they? But to get <laughs> out, and I understand that we all want to go back to normal life. And I mean, I've had a couple of ex- times when I've got, gone out the front garden and I've seen uh, people I know. And we've had a good chat, and as they've wandered off, I, you know, you just think, I just want to just go back to normal and be able to go and chat to them at any time. And yeah. you know, it's the stuff we used to. You know, we've spent all our life behaving in a certain way, and we've been told to behave in a completely unnatural. A yeah. different kind yeah. of way and to start with I, I think it was a bit um, it was definitely a bit of a uh, what do you call it like a bit of a novelty for us all yeah. but that novelty has worn off I think for most <laughs> of us a long time it's a bit like you know it reminds me of you know when you watch Big Brother and uh Everyone yeah. comes in and everyone everyone's really happy and they're all like yeah, so Banksy, excited. Uh, yeah, yeah, everyone's really excited. There's all this new stuff. By about week five or six, <laughs> literally everyone wants to strangle each other. Day, day 52 in the Big Brother house. Yeah. Today, everyone sat around and did notes. That's, that's, that, we are living a, a huge version of the Big Brother yeah. house, I think, at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Yeah, very much so. I mean, I am looking forward to, you know, the world reopening, people inviting me out, and me, me being able to go, nah, man, something on Netflix I want to watch. And, but I have the choice. <laughs> exactly. Mind you, I think we're all Netflixed out, aren't we? I don't think there's a copy. Uh, I, I, I'd love to be a shareholder in that company. That's all I'm going to say. They, uh, they have 
killed it with this. And, and by the way, dude, I'm not watching that Tiger King crap. I got like 30 seconds in, and I want to put my fist through the TV. What the hell? <laughs> you, you've, you've not, you're not gonna, you're not gonna uh, go no, with it. No, no, no. I, 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 I was feeling very peer pressured. It's like being back at school. Like you know, come on, everyone's doing it. All the cool kids are doing it. You got to do it. I was like, all right, fine. I'm gonna give it a go. Genuinely, I think I got three minutes in. I felt dumber than I've felt at the start of it. Like, this program is literally killing my brain cells. And then I wanted to kill the TV. So I was like, no, do you know what? I don't know why I'm going to inflict this on me. And like, a load of my friends are saying, no, 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 push through that. Get to episode three. I'm like, no, I will not be peer pressured. <laughs> I am not playing this game. So I'm going to be one of the few people in this world who don't give a flying f word what carol baskin is <laughs> oh do you know do you know it's quite funny because i know you're quite uh you, you know you you're quite um you look, watch a lot of the the uh game of thrones and, and yeah and yeah, like that. Do, yeah and you're like the opposite now aren't you because like there's so many people that go i refuse to watch game of thrones because everybody else watches it you're yeah. now you're now that's that that with tiger king now aren't you i am I everyone, am, everyone I talks am, about like guy. game of thrones and you're like i'm just <laughs> actually gonna make a point of flatly refusing to watch it just so i can annoy yeah. people who are game of thrones I, fans like, I, I've, I've become an obsolete git, basically, yeah. <laughs> well, I say become. I think I was already there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, this is the, the Spurs News podcast. Um, in Spurs News, there isn't a massive amount. <laughs> um, but we have got a few topics to talk about, obviously. Um, we did get a message, actually. I, I'm just, I was just sort of saying that to you, and I was just about to say I didn't put anything out on the Facebook this week or anything because the last few weeks have just been dead, so it seems kind of pointless. But I did actually get a message um, a couple of days ago, I saw, um, from Robert Darby. So, Robert, if you are listening, uh, hello, my friend. He says, Hi, Sam and Matt, and step in Stefan, if he's there. Uh, loving your work despite the current crazy world. A question for the next podcast. If you could pick three new likely slash realistic signings over the summer break, whenever that is, <laughs> yeah, well, very well put, um, <laughs> what would be your starting 11 for the first game of the next season? So basically, what would be our starting 11 with three possible or up to three changes? So that's a head scratcher. Wow. <laughs> um, because cause he put in there, and he smartly put in there, by the way, realistic. Yeah, and it, yeah. it kind of op- it kind of opens up this, uh, you know, what the transfer market's going to be. So, so Robert, I, I don't know if I'm going to answer that question absolutely spot on because, to be honest with you, I, I don't, I, I can't think of what my starting eleven would be next year. Three realistic signings, uh, you know. I feel like I'm going to go Mike Bassett here. We can get bringing old Benson and Hedges on both fullbacks. Um, but no, I, I um, it does open a good one about realistic signings and perhaps football having a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a reset button right now. Um, because let's face it, me and you have said it, everybody who watches football has said it, it's gone a bit mad money-wise, you know, transfers, wages, and it's been that way for a while. Um, Completely. But you know, when when you've got this kind of situation like this COVID nineteen outbreak, and you, I think I said this on a podcast a few weeks ago, so apologies for repeating myself. But what really drove the, something home to me was the Spanish health uh, minister, a lady, uh, one of their senior doctors, who was basically in charge of uh, kind of like um, 
uh, basically like outbreak. So, you know, her job was to make sure the country is prepared for stuff like this. So she was obviously getting grilled by the press. You know, why weren't we better prepared? And she said, I live and work in a country where my budget for the entire year is one million euros. And yet you happily go and support football teams that pay footballers one million euros a week. Mm. Mm. And to me, it kind of like really drove that point home into my brain like a nail being hammered, which is football, we all know, lives in this kind of bubble. But it's when something like this happens, uh, you know, the the old adage, you know, football's not life and death is more important than that. Mm, No, not not when there's real life and death happening. And it kind of really drove that home. You know, you got a footballer in Lionel Messi at Barcelona earning 1.2 million euros a week. And you've got the entire budget for that country to, to to prevent or to try and do stuff at a million a year. You kind of go, oh yeah, there's a little bit of disparity here. So, um, what happens with football? I I don't know. I th- I certainly have noticed. I don't know if you have. I was going to ask you. Social media attitude seems to have really changed towards football over the last few weeks in terms of people just like you know who cares. You know, who cares about that? Who cares about, you know, you're you're on about, you know, the press have written an article. Tottenham are going to sign this player. And the general consensus isn't like a discussion on it. In the past, it might have been, yeah, that's unlikely, but discuss, discuss. Now it's just like, who cares? Shut up. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, what, what possible relevance does that have in the world? Football ain't a thing right now. Hmm. Um, have you noticed that? I mean, I've really noticed it on Twitter, like a real change. I think, obviously... You know, we're going through an unprecedented. Like, I know I keep saying that every every week, but it is just bizarre, isn't yeah. it? Like, you know, it's something that hasn't happened yeah. for hundred years. It's a bizarre thing. So we're all kind of like, you know, you we we get told about the people that are unfortunately, you know, contracting it and passing away from it, and in huge numbers. And we all, I think, a lot of us are quite quite frightened. I think, you know, yeah. I am. I mean, when I, when I go to work, I, you know, if anyone gets close to me. It, it just it, it just freaks me out to an extent because you just think we're all kind of you know in a to an extent we're all kind of weapons aren't we like if you come too close and someone's got it and he can pass it on to you and you can pass away from it so it's really scary yeah. and it and like you say it just it's putting everything into perspective and I think when things hopefully go back to a, a proper normal like when I say a proper normal like not like a <laughs> semi normal when it's like what yeah. it was like last year normal just a normal 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 then yeah. then. For, for, I think for a time we'll all be like, oh my god, this is amazing, and then we'll all five or six years down the line, this will just be like something that we can remember, and, and that will be it. You know, I think yeah, we'll all be yeah, back to how possibly. how we are, yeah. But because of where, because of right now, where how most of us are feeling, it is football just isn't. It just it, it's it's not it's not relevant for a couple of couple of reasons. Obviously, because of what's going like you know because of how we're all feeling like anxiety wise and stuff and because there's no football being played you know so it's not like you know we're almost not saying we're forgetting about football but football's not being we're not watching it on television and we're not like having banter with our mates about it are we and it's just it's just not there it's just football isn't there at the moment so I think it's a bit like you know when you when we when you go when uh, football finishes in May and then you've got a couple of months till August and yeah. for a while you kind of just forget about it don't you you know and then and then at, once it gets to sort of 
July time, everyone starts getting excited about the signings. They go back to pre-season. <laughs> we all start getting involved again, don't we? But well, I um I go through what I call the the Tottenham summer, which is which is total relief. The season's over. Yeah. Followed by total denial that football even exists. You know, it, I don't think. Followed by this weird thing. And I don't know whether it's just Tottenham fans because I don't know whether every team supporter goes through this. But I'm like, I'm done. I'm so fed up every year. Every bloody year. And then I have a little break. And then my mind goes, this year's going to be our year. Yeah, you've got just the hope, isn't it? It's the hope that kills And I come it. back like... A freaking, you know, I've pretty much got the cockle tattoo between my eyeballs. You know, I'm like, come on, this is it, and nothing could have changed. You know, we could have signed nobody. It could have been the worst summer in history. But I'm like, this is gonna be it. This yeah. is gonna be the bomb. Yeah. And then the season starts. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember. Same yeah, as usual. I, remember now, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we had a good couple of years under Pochettino there, where you know we 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 did dare to believe, but you know we're back we're back to the normal Tottenham now. <laughs> Um, I feel far more at home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do, do you know what? I just, oh. I just had a thought though, Sam. This is a reminiscent thought, but yeah. uh, talking about you know the season ending and then having that couple of months. Do you remember uh, our last full season at Wembley and that last yeah. game against yeah. Leicester? Yeah, that was Five, just four, was it? That, I was, I was at that game, and yeah. that was just honestly that probably was the one year. Where after the game finished, I'm like, no, please, the season's not finished. No, do you know, you know the absolute mental thing? I was doing the page updates that day, right? So yeah. I was doing all the goals, posting on the Facebook page. I was, I, I decided I wasn't going to watch last game of the season. Dead rubber. It's going to be stupid. And also, I, I inflicted that Newcastle game on myself a few seasons oh, earlier. God, you know, that was where we had nothing to play for. Yeah, and you know, I was broken by that you know and it ruined my summer <laughs> you know that one game and I, I remember reading Pochettino's book and it ruined his as well which actually weirdly made me feel better yeah uh, you know that he cared that much um but anyway so I am um, I'm doing the updates and I, and I, I can't remember what I was, it was something I was like I was doing something with my daughter and it was like okay we're just gonna go and do this now what I'm gonna have to do is I'm gonna have to listen to the you know, have the football on and you know in my ears because I'm doing the updates for the page um, so, but don't worry about it, it's, you know, nothing, I doubt anything's going to happen, <laughs> you know, don't worry, it's not going to take up any of my time, it's like bloody nine goals, <laughs> it was like a post, post, it was like, oh, 3-1 down, oh, well, you know, the, that should end it, or 3-2, three, 3 what the f- <laughs> 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 what the bloody hell's going on at this game? <laughs> it was such a crazy game, it was just, no, it, like, that, that was... You have certain games where yeah, end you walk of season away. carnival. Yeah, style, it was yeah. that. But you, you come away and you think, I've got my money's worth. <laughs> well, well, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. You walk away from that going, "Yep, there we go." Yeah, no, well, was, money well spent. Mental, absolute bonkers. But yeah, no, that game aside, I, I think the vast majority. I mean, that the, the the season we ended after you know trying to chase down Leicester, and then we finished with that final game getting smashed by Newcastle. So, so the scum went ahead of us. Mm. I, I have not felt that rough after a season ever because I loved that season. You know, so much of that season was just a pure joy to me. Yeah, and that the way that ended killed me that summer. You know, it was yeah. awful. Now, the following season was probably the best season I've had as a Tottenham fan. I, I know we didn't lift the trophy, but that season, like the final season at the Lane, I, I, I was in love with that team. 
still, you know, they keep replaying stuff at the moment because obviously there isn't any actual football to do. And they keep replaying games from that season. I'm just like, oh, I loved it. That team yeah. was great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Dembele, yeah. um, Dyer and Wanyama at their best. Uh, Alderweireld and, you know, Toby and Jan just uh, immense. You know, Kyle and Danny going up and down the frigging flanks like nobody's business. We were something else that season. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. They do keep showing on the uh, Twitter page and the Facebook page. Yeah. They keep paying, paying games from that season. Yeah. Though. They yeah, know they like... know it. They know how to get us, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> you know, keep us hooked in. Like, look how great we were. <laughs> yeah, but at the moment, no, forget that. Yeah. Just look at this. Look how great we were. Um, I will tell you one thing. Obviously, I mean, we're talking about this. It is the seventh of May today as we record this, um, which must mean that tomorrow is exactly one year since that night in Amsterdam. Am I right? Wow, yeah, it must have been yeah. Eighth, yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. Damn, really. man, that's been a year. That's that's quite scary how quickly that's gone. It it is still so fresh in the memory. Oh, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, it was funny because obviously the the year anniversary of the Man City win was obviously like a week or so back, a couple of weeks ago, and I remember I I did like a rewatch of it. Um, basically Tottenham Twitter redid the game live, you know, like retweeting oh, you know, looks like we're going out here. Oh, no, wait, <laughs> VAR. I'm like, ha ha, <laughs> very good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I I think we said about this last week or the week before, I, I never thought that I could get more emotional invested into a football match than that Man City game. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. man, that, that night, the, one night in Amsterdam was just... I mean, I, I can't. I mean, I think it's the most fun any Tottenham fans ever had in Amsterdam with their clothes on. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd think anyway. Yeah, that was that was insane. Yeah, and it's just so depressing to me that the the last game I went to, which was our last competitive game, was that that game European, in Germany, and yeah. I just how the mighty have fallen. Eh? Yeah, what what a difference. Yeah, uh, I just oh, yeah. look. I, I don't. I don't look. I don't. I don't want to uh, come across all negative because you know I, I'd, I'd like to think that, and and this is probably probably what I was going back to earlier is that uh, maybe a bit of the intre- maybe the reason why the interest isn't there is because it's that kind of how lo- how long is a piece of string thing at the moment where no just nobody knows what's happened what's going to happen so we don't know whether uh you know when the football's coming back when it when it does come back in what capacity how it's going to affect transfers and stuff and so <laughs> we're kind of like i think all of, like if if you go back three or four years when everything was normal then yeah. you can go right okay so in the summer this probably is realistically who will be who will be looking to buy. This is what I'd love yeah. us to buy, but this is probably who will be realistically looking to yeah. buy. Now, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what, who anybody's going to buy? Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> you, you, you just said then something which has made me laugh, and it brings us on to a fun topic, I think. You, you said about who knows how football's going to return, in, in what form football's going to return. Sure. So, so let's let's unpack that a little bit, my friend, because me and you have been bouncing messages backwards and forwards this week with every press article that's been released, just basically with our heads in our hands as we yeah. do it. Yeah. So, so far this week, the proposals include um, neutral venues. So basically they're going to pick six stadium from the Premier League and all of the games will be played at them. So they can, you know, keep them deep cleaned and whatever. Um, so no one will be at home for any of the games left in the season. Um, also, 
reducing the minutes in the game. So rather than it being 45 minutes each way, they'll reduce it to 30 minutes each way. Anyone? Anyone want to jump in and work out why that's relevant or why that should be a thing? I don't know, but the PFA Chief Gordon Taylor seems to think it might reduce the risk of infection. I, t- uh, I know. I know. I, I'm, I'm really pleased he's got that, you know, degree in biomedical science because whew, his input in this has been invaluable. <laughs> I t- it's insane. And, and look, I know you're going to ask. You're probably going to give some more examples, but just on this one as as an example, <laughs> yeah. Like, and it probably this this what I was what I'm going to say probably applies to most of the things that they're suggesting. Yeah, it's the fact that okay, so there's nine games to go. Now you've got how like there's so many millions in, involved in being in the Premier League. So if you get relegated, you, it's going yeah. to cost you millions. So it's not like oh well, we've been relegated. Fair enough. This is this yeah. it's going to be it's, it's very money, yeah. substantially uh, affect your financial situation. So yeah. it is absolutely. You know the importance of it is just ridiculous. So you've got teams like Bright- Brighton, for example, who yeah. uh, I believe they've got nine games and five of them are at home. So they've got more yeah. games at home than they have away. Not now. now <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but say say it was normal. So yeah. So uh, you you tend to think that despite regardless of who you're playing. Uh, if you're at home, you've got an ad- you've got an advantage because you're at home. You've, you've got the fans behind you. So whether it's yep. playing Man United, Man City, or a, 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 what someone down the bottom like Norwich or Aston Villa, it doesn't matter. Mm. If you're at home, you've got an advantage. You have. Yeah. So, so the the one about uh, the neutral venues straight yeah. away, they've lost their advantage for that. But, right. but wait, I just need to interject. Just quickly, I'm ever so sorry, mate. I know you're on a roll, but do you know? How they've proposed to solve that. Go on. <laughs> this is so good. Whoever the home team should have been, they will provide an app to their fans who will be able to press a button that says boo, cheer, sing. Where does that where does <laughs> the sound will, come <laughs> And it will play out of the tunnel system oh, at the new stadium. On. This is a real proposal. This is really what they're suggesting. I just... Now, is it just me that would sit at home with that power going, boo, boo, exactly. <laughs> boo, boo. Like, they, they, like we, we, listen, we know social media, right? Whenever, oh, my God. Right, so, so do, do you know when, for example, we spurt Tottenham put a post out saying, who is Tottenham's best player, right? Yeah, like, you yeah, know... Yeah. Ninety yeah. percent of the people who voted for it are Liverpool, Liverpool fans who yeah. are hacking it, and they're yeah. going to find some random and player yeah, that played th- for. Th- they like, made Peter Crouch our all-time yeah. greatest striker. So, yeah. so, so you know that what's going to happen? They're going to hack it, and there's going to be loads of away fans booing through the tunnel. Yeah, like, bloody that's, right, yeah. that's a given, isn't it? What's yeah, gonna... yeah. I mean, and for ninety minutes, it will be like those Vuzelas in the two thousand and two <laughs> World Cup. It will be non-stop or two thousand and six. Sorry. <laughs> You know, oh, you, such, yeah. there's, uh, I mean, there's but that's many... a real proposal. That is a real thing. I thought it was a joke, <sighs> and then I found it yesterday. and was like, oh wow, that's who, actually a thing. Who proposed that? Was it was someone from the PFA or like? No, unfortunately, that's actually someone from the Premier League. Oh my god! I... And the reason why it leaked is because the app developer <laughs> leaked it. 
wouldn't so you just wouldn't you just love to be in one of those meetings like yes. just <laughs> just to listen to the crazy ideas that these old men who think oh. that they've 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 got had an epiphany but just give it the most it is it is like like honestly like my Seb is 8 years old right it sounds yeah. like my 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 yeah. Seb's class yeah. has been given a project that's what I it know. sounds like yeah. at my... it does it does it's like, um uh, another one of our ideas is that uh, everyone sits down and they play uh, Noughts and Crosses yeah, and the exactly. winner of the Noughts and Crosses, they get a goal um, exactly. and we could televise it and it'd be really special. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But make it's it just... shorter and only like, it's only yeah. got to be half the time length, normal length of Noughts and Crosses. <laughs> <'Cause>... Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I, I can't. I just, you, you, I read these things and the thing is with the internet is that sometimes there are such convincing parody accounts out there yeah, right you know yeah. and you read it and you go oh wow that's happened then you look and you go ah oh, bloody hell well done you got me yeah so i've been reading this stuff this week going ha ha <laughs> very funny whoever you are official premier league really what? verified <laughs> account no and and yeah it's out there so so that's out there sorry mate i interrupted you while you were in full no flow. don't be silly no so i was just going to say like with so with the 30 minutes thing as well that's yeah. that's disadvantaging the teams as well, isn't it? Because it's just a lot, yeah. <laughs> but, but but that's I think that's what they're missing because, like you look, so there's t- 29 games have been played and all the combinations yeah. of the fixtures. There's going to be some teams that possibly could get relegated that had an advantage yeah. over other teams. The only yeah. way it can fairly be, if it's ever going to be finished, the only way they can do it fairly is by playing the full 90 minutes at their own venue. That's the only way you yeah. can do it. You can't, it is, it is just a square peg no. in a round hole exercise it every is. time and, uh, they try it. Oh, I, I did laugh actually, because when this was out there, Opta did a quick review of all the games that have happened so far this season and basically took, the last 10, like, took 10 minutes off the game. So, basically said, right, imagine all the games are reduced to 80 minutes, and we've taken away all the goals scored by teams in the last five minutes of the first half, the last five minutes of the, the second half, mm. you know, and taking away those goals, this is what the league would look like. And the team that lost the most points was Liverpool. No Liverpool way. lost 10 points. By the way, they were still top of the league yeah, I was say, yeah. <laughs> by by yeah. an absolute landslide. Yeah, yeah. So even taking ten points off of them, they are still winning the league by doing the moonwalk. Yeah, absolutely hilarious. Uh, but yeah, it it altered the table massively in the relegation zone, you know. And and that's the thing, like you just said, then you're you're already taking away any advantage, any home advantage they might have had. Now, the argument, of course, is is because of the COVID outbreak, you cannot have fans in. So even if you're playing at your own stadium, where's the advantage when you can't allow fans in? You're behind closed doors. Yeah. To me, I'd argue again for the season being voided based on that, because you could argue that, well, all throughout football history a team being forced to play behind closed doors is a punishment punishment exactly <laughs> so hang on a minute you're telling us on in this instance it's just the way it is we got to do it for fairness but the thing that gets me the most and you you said this a minute ago like a room of old men you know if you ever see that uh simpsons you know principal skinner yeah. am i out of touch no <laughs> it's the children who are wrong that's right um it just smacks of that, you know, the whole... And the fact every press release they talk about, we're determined to play these games 
because of the integrity of the league. Oh my god! It's just why don't they just why don't they just be honest and say we're determined to play these games because of the money? Yeah, At least be honest with us. We are determined to play this game because I have a new Bentley I want, and <laughs> exactly. uh, and uh, it's on order. I've paid the deposit, and if I, you know, seriously, if we don't play these games, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to downgrade. A, yeah, I'm gonna have to settle for a you know a second hand one. Oh, exactly. Oh, Someone else has touched that steering wheel. Yeah, do you really yeah. think I want to do that? Hey, after this COVID outbreak, maybe that's a thing, you know? <laughs> Second-hand cars, no. No, uh, uh, how many people do you think have breathed near this car in the last six months? Well, no, not for me, that. No, not for me. <laughs> oh, dear. What a mad world. But So, yeah, so football resuming, to me, is just, like, absolutely mental. I don't... I, everything they come out with, I'm like, nah, this is this is insane. And then I'm even doing jokes. Like yesterday, I sent you that picture of a load of people basically in giant bubbles trying to play football. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, look at this. But then I'm like, in the back of my mind, thinking, yeah, we're a week from that being a reality. Yeah, I'd, I'd, <laughs> seriously, they work out little ways to punch holes through the sides and through the bottom, yeah. so they better have their yeah. hands and feet out, you know. But <laughs> what's gonna be doing? There is there is one league in Europe which is set to resume, and that is in Germany. Um, and again, I'm I'm kind of looking at that and wondering how in the hell that's happening. Uh, so uh, Germany uh, managed to get their rate of infection under control. Germany then loosened restrictions, uh, their lockdown procedures, and have seen a spike in cases, which. I think most people will realise will happen once loosening happens because it's a given. You know, it's kind of a given. Um, but they want to resume the Bundesliga. It's going to be played behind closed doors, so the stadium are set up. Um, Borussia Mönchengladbach have actually got their fans to take selfies and are printing off uh, life-size cardboard cutouts of the fans to put in the seats. I can't decide if that's really funny or just the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. Maybe if they um, can they can link up the uh, the audio like like our suggestion, yes. and then people can speak through their their cardboard cutout. Yes, well, I mean <laughs> yeah. that, that. I mean that's got to be available, especially if they've all got five G. Oh no, wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, tinfoil hat brigade. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, so in Germany, the Bundesliga is going to resume now. Because of them preparing for it, one of the things they've done is they've had all of the squads, all of the staff, everybody involved tested for COVID-19. They're they're testing positive. Uh, Mm. Cologne have got three players in their squad. Uh, Others have got a tested positive as well. And yet yesterday, Angela Merkel said, yeah, they're good to go ahead in just a couple of weeks' time. I I don't know about you, but I'm not sure how I'd feel about it. You know, as a footballer now, let's say and I'm playing Cologne this week. I, I don't think I'd want to play that game. No. Would, would you? No. It, it, it's a, it really surprises me, actually, because I, you look at Germany and yeah. and, and the fact that their their, their death rate's so low and they, they, you normally, they're normally the, the country you look at, and especially under their leadership, has quite grown up and doing things properly and following the science <laughs> properly, you know? So you, You'd think that it doesn't seem to make a great no, deal of sense. No. The, you, one thing I, the one thing I'd say about their death rate, which I know sounds like we're turning this into a conspiracy theory thing, yeah, they record it very differently to a lot of other countries, which has come out in the press over in, in Germany. Like, the German press are really screaming about it. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd off... It's a little bit kind of like, hmm. Uh, don't get me wrong; they've got it under control to a, as much as anyone can. They've done really well. Sure. Still, it's a bit kind of like, hang on a minute. <laughs> this yeah. Make sense. Yeah. No, that's fair <laughs> enough. But 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 at the same time, 
it just surprised like I I would have if if you'd have I if, I was shocked when I saw this yesterday. Yeah, I was absolutely shocked when I saw this. Yeah, I, I would I would have if you'd have asked me uh, at the start of when this happened who would be the first country to literally just cancel their season, I would yeah, have probably said yeah. Germany first. Yeah, you know, yeah, which yeah. is really weird. But but obviously they like we like you know we don't from from looking at it from my point of view I say, and like you know like you said. That they, they might be reporting the debt, but from where I can see it, they seem to have handled it really, really well. Yeah. So, for me, I, I think it follows that they'd say, "Look, let's just cancel the season because we're obviously we don't we don't want it to spike again. We've realised yeah. what's happened." So, uh, and and also what surprises me is I didn't think there was as much money involved with the German the Bundesliga as there was with the Premier League. I know it's it's still yeah. it's still a very big league, so I'm not not, yeah. not for one second pretending it's anything yeah. like, for example, the yeah, Belgian no. league or anything. But Ooh, uh, yeah, no, 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 I don't. Look, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't, yeah, but, I know. But but so they so I, I I'm surprised that they've they're, they're still persevering and they're actually getting it started again, which is really, yeah, well, really the, the, the Bundesliga over the last few years has uh, exploded in terms of money in the league, but it is still. Um, a fraction, and I mean a fraction of the Premier League. Mm. I mean, it's you know, you're talking about if the Premier League doesn't finish, the figure thrown around by everybody is 750 million would need to be repaid. I think the Bundesliga is like 100 million. Uh, so that's yeah. that's the kind of difference. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, course, I'm not. Yeah, sorry, Sam. No, no, I was just going to say the one thing I'd say about the Bundesliga, which is very, very different to England, um, is fans and pricing for tickets. So the clubs there, uh, I mean, I think a season ticket for Bayern, um, I think, I, I can't remember, one. someone I know did this, I've got a feeling it was Dan, or somebody I know looked at this at some point, that basically a season ticket for Borussia Dortmund, so one of the top sides in the Bundesliga, was about 200 quid. Wow. That's that's like the, one of the most expensive season tickets. That's a couple match of games in Yeah, exactly. And match day pricing's like few pounds you know and that's why the Bundesliga sells out you know the Bundesliga every stadium every game is sold out because they the clubs I think it was the Bayern Munich president basically said that we make so much money from sponsorship so much money from TV we we want fans at our games mm. and so so many people in England have kept pointing at that going seriously <laughs> yeah. you're charging you know you look at the championship in in England that league has got some amazing clubs in it. Why isn't every stadium in the championship full for every game? Yeah, cool. It's the pricing in this country. Yeah. If, if, if this country followed the Bundesliga... But anyway, yeah, that's a, a separate thing. Well, um, I was, so, yeah, I, I, was, I was shocked that they that Angela Merkel's given them the green light. Uh, um, especially in light of the players testing positive. I was amazed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna, just gonna say, Sam, like you know, when I was at that RB Leipzig game, mm. it it was weird because the the stadium, um, it's a converted old stadium, I think. So when you when you go in from the outside, it it looks rubbish. It looks really tatty, and mm. you can, but then you go in, and they've obviously done a, a good job inside, but the atmosphere was amazing, and and you can yeah. just tell that, yeah. um, like we, we, I think we 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 like to pride ourselves. In this country, for having great fans and stuff, mm. but I think when you go to Europe and you go to, like, for example, Germany, and you watch the fans and how they're all singing in unison in their down that one end for 
yeah. literally the whole 90 minutes non-stop yeah. everyone's enjoying this or people are drinking beer are, are, are yeah. sitting down on their chairs because no one's going to punch the other person if they disagree with each other yeah. it, it's just amazing it's like it's, it's brilliant you know and you can yeah. see that, they're, that, that they care about the fact and look I, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm and, and I might be wrong, okay? But if you're saying that that it's only a hundred, say only a hundred million, which sounds ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, when can you yeah. say only a hundred million? But yeah. if it is a figure of a hundred million, is part of their um, part of their motive for for finishing the season for the fans? I mean, that sounds ma- mental. That, that that is actually what the Bundesliga officials said. But of course, that's what the Premier League is saying. Yeah, but we know it's bollocks on our side. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> What I'd say is, although that hundred million is a far lesser figure, what what the point I was trying to make earlier is, I think it's more significant to the clubs in Germany because, you know, their season ticket income is so negligible. Mm. You know, they they literally don't take that much money off the fans because they are getting that from the TV. And I think perhaps if they don't have that from the TV, that it might be more of an impact. Sure. I, I, whereas, you know, don't get me wrong, 750 million from the Premier League clubs over here would be. But if you imagine that the Premier League clubs over here were only 100 million, like the Bundesliga, I think our season would have been nulled and voided. Oh, completely, yeah. Yeah. You know, because of the amount of money they get off season tickets, everything else, they'd have just gone right, none avoid, bang, we'll refund this to the people for the rest of this season. Because that's another thing that, of course, hasn't been discussed. I mean, you've got a season ticket, so you've got X amount of games still to come on your season ticket. Mm. If the season is stopped, none avoided, do they? Yeah. They, yeah, exactly. they owe you money. Yeah, exactly. And 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 that's and you made a point earlier about um, when we were talking about Brighton about how uh, and being at the home advantage and and yeah, it being yeah. a punishment. Uh, what, what, yeah, you know, with being, being with staying empty. Doors, yeah. yeah. So look, I appreciate that, but most people most people who watch Spurs watch it on television, and only up until three mm. years ago, that was me. I mean, I only, I only had my season ticket for three years, so mm. I used to go and watch them occasionally. Occasionally, but most of the times I watch Spurs. Uh, was on television. Yep. Okay, so but now being one of the I don't know fifty five thousand or however, how many uh, or four, yeah. was it forty two thousand season ticket holders and the rest of the people that were in the stadium. Mm-hmm. If it, if it was for the fans, then the, we sh- like I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say we should be allowed in because I, I don't. I wouldn't want to go if they put the fo- if they started football again now and they said well yeah. you're allowed to come in, which they wouldn't. I understand that, but I'm just talking hypothetically. Then I wouldn't yeah. go. But it. it it's almost like, like if if you're if you're bringing it back because you want to boost morale and you know the fans need the football. The fa- it's all for the fans. The fans need the football. Well, you're not letting us in. So, <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know. And if you, if you've ever watched a game going crazy, I remember I think Barcelona got forced to play one last season, and I watched it because it was like a novel. You know, like a novelty of watching yeah. this amazing. Like Lionel Messi scored this goal. Which, if there had been a stadium full of people, would have tore the roof off. You know, it was yeah. amazing. You're like left foot, right foot, dinks it past two players, half volley, top corner, and you could hear like, "Well Weird. done, Lionel." Weird. <laughs> you know, it just—it's like, what's that about? Whereas, I don't know about you, but I've got no interest in watching Tottenham's training games. I've got no interest in watching them play in a stadium that's empty, which is going to sound like a damn training game. Yeah, I mean, uh, there could be a novelty to it. It could be funny if they mic'd up Jose so I can listen to him the whole game. <laughs> you know, like, oh, look at that piece of crap. Oh, Jose, you're on mic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
oh, you stupid, lazy mother, Jose! <laughs> you know, that, that that could be entertaining for yeah. me. But, but you know you know he's going to have his mic turned off. We, we know, if oh, we know Jose, yeah. like we know yeah. him, he's not going to yeah. be silly like yeah. that. But I, I, I said it because I, I wrote a, a blog piece for the page the other day and uh, I said it would, like, if you imagine it, because it's, they keep saying that they want to. Um, I know they're talking about the integrity of the game, but they keep saying as well that integrity, they want to. I know, yeah. but they want to boost up. They want to boost the morale of us all, you know. So by players oh, football, man, but yeah. it would be. And this is, this is how I, how I sort of compared it uh, on the blog post. It said it's it'd be, it'd be a bit like watching a, a horribly hacked version of a FIFA 20 game because yeah. if you imagine, right, it's going to be silent in that ground yep. apart from yep. the players. They're all going to be wearing masks. Now, <laughs> just it's, it's one of those things where. If someone says to you, do you want the football back? Your immediate thought is, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it. But then if you actually think about it and yeah. actually think about what that would look like on your television screen, yeah. like no sound, all the players wear masks. It, it just, to me, that doesn't that doesn't make me want to no. put the football back, I'm afraid. It's like, it's, like, it's like going to a lap dancing bar at 12 noon, mate. The day shift isn't <laughs> yeah. what the night shift is. But that's, that's <laughs> the thing, like, that, that's the thing, Sam. So if someone's hit you, like, you know, if you're a young single bloke, do you want to go to a lap dance? Yeah. And yeah. then they find out that they're, they're taking you at midday. It's completely yeah, different. No. It's, completely it's actually, different experience. It's when you actually yeah. think about it and think about mm. what it would be like. That's when I think you'd yeah. be like, yep, yeah, that doesn't sound great. And that's not yeah, going to no. make me feel, <laughs> it's not going to boost my morale. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now that has actually just prompted me to uh, making that stupid joke. So, um, <laughs> this is going to make you laugh, okay? And I've not told you this because I deliberately wanted to tell you this when we were on the thing. So, it's been a running joke on the Spurs News podcast, okay? There are four admins for Spurs News me, Matt, Dan, and Laura. And the running joke has been that Laura is a pole dancer, alright? Because Laura's too much of a chicken to come on the podcast and talk so I've been winding her up because she does listen it is a joke okay I'm gonna put that in there it is a joke she isn't a pole dancer right but every time I mention it I get emails and messages from Tottenham fans asking about her seriously well, yeah where did she really work? <laughs> like every time Every time I just drop it in the conversation, it's like a little joke, which is basically an in-joke at her. It is like something stupid, throw away at her that I know she'll listen and I know I'll get stick for. Or, or her new thing is she ignores it. She pretends like she hasn't yeah, heard it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's, the, it's the new thing. And then, and then I just get unleashed upon at some point when I make a sarcastic comment. But yeah, so um, every time, um, and I told her this week, I said, you know, you've got quite a fan club. With, with Spurs news fans uh, but yeah it was one particular message and you're listening and you know who you are no you cannot have her number no I don't know her measurements and I'm not asking her and <laughs> yes but only if she said maybe <laughs> I love it. yeah and no no you can't have a picture um so yeah I um it really it's some kind of me pimp up. Sam I <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I, 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 I've got a hat that I think I could stick a feather in and look like one. Um, but yeah, I, I can certainly walk with the limp and everything. So yeah, um, maybe. <laughs> oh dear, she, um, yeah, she's gonna really appreciate it. 
that's I, can, awesome. I can sense it. But no, I, I felt that needed to be said. It is a joke. It is a running <laughs> joke. Please embrace the joke. Please stop sending me messages. I realise you're in lockdown, a lot of you, and some of you are perhaps, you know, getting a little bit bored of Pornhub now, but <laughs> knock it off. <laughs> no, not like that. No, yeah, don't, don't knock it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stop that right now. Uh, you'll go blind. Who said that? Um... So anyway, moving on from there, and uh, love you, Laura, if you're listening. <laughs> please, please don't hurt me. Um, so the, uh, the the transfer window then, kind of leading on to what we were talking about. I I had this weird thing, and I meant to bring it up last week, and I even said to you, oh yeah, we'll circle back to that, and then I completely forgot about it. So I want to put this to you. This transfer window is going to be weird. All the club's budgets are slashed. Everybody's going to be basically like, horse trading you know it's going to be a bit like well this player needs to go before we can bring in this player everyone's Mm. going to be in the same boat yes we've got man city man united like the kind of uber wealthy kind of clubs but even they have put statements out saying fans should not be expecting spending this summer because it's all you know a bit crazy given that given the state of it given the fact it is going to be like these kind of deals wheeling and dealing do you think that weirdly this window could be right up daniel levy's street yeah it probably will be this is probably the this is probably the transfer window he's been waiting for for the last yeah. 15 years do, do you know what i mean it kind of feels like that it kind of because if you think about it the guy's a nightmare he doesn't like spending money and i get it um yeah i really get it i, I run my own business <laughs> like how much <laughs> you spent what on stamps my god i could walk there and deliver it for cheaper <laughs> yeah i am that guy um but um you I, I don't know why and perhaps it's this thing again perhaps i'm going through the tottenham break thing where i'm now becoming positive you know it's just happening earlier yeah um but you kind of look at this window and you think to yourself of all the all the chairman out there, who's the one who most like to do a, like a swap deal, or all right, we want this lad. You know, you no one's got any money at the minute, so you ain't gonna get thirty million for him like you would last summer. How about you have this kid on loan? This kid you you like? You know, I'll, I'll give you an example. Okay, um, QPR have got an attacking midfielder. His surname's Etsy Ezedi. Um, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, so I apologise. And we have scouted him heavily for two seasons. We really want to sign him. Mm. Now, he's young, homegrown, English. He's playing at a really good level in the Championship, week in, week out, and has done for a while. Still young. So you could probably say this kid's going to command a fee of £30 yeah? Yep. Because that's how the market is. This summer, no one's going to do that. You know, no one's going to throw that money around in QPR. and know it, so QPR are probably a little bit annoyed. But QPR do have a player there on loan from us who they really rate and they want, they like to sign. Therefore, there's a deal there, isn't there? You know, there's a deal there. They also wanted Troy Parrott on loan. There's a deal to be done here, people. <laughs> there, yeah. there is a, and that, that's kind of like Daniel Levy's bread and that's kind of like what the guy wakes up in the morning for, isn't it? To do deals like that. You know, well, we value this guy at this thing, you value him at this, so if you have him, you knock that off, we'll let you have Troy with no loan fee, and that knocks that off, and in two years' time, we'll give you 50p. Done. Yeah. Well, lovely. <laughs> Bargain. Here's here's the signed Jermaine Genus bobblehead that I throw <laughs> in on every deal. <laughs> yeah. Here's here's a picture of Edgar Davids. We signed him once, don't forget that. You know, it just... Um, I, I don't know. Perhaps I'm being just stupidly positive, trying to find the positive. 
But in this kind of market, I, I, I kind of like having him for this kind of market. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like, like you say, so n- normal transfer windows in the past, it's just I w- teams. I want to shake him because he just doesn't pay the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, in, in the past, you, they, they just they they just fr- like teams just throw money for at sort of yeah. signings, don't they? Yeah. And like you say, like I mean, it's pretty obvious that this can't happen in this transfer no. window. So you're right. Is this is gonna hopefully and and again I, I agree with you about trying to find positives here but yeah. it hopefully like you say will play into Levy's hands because there, like you say there probably will be a lot of these kind of intricate yeah. you scratch my back I'll scratch your back kind of deals yeah, because and, mon- and agents, money's not and, yeah exactly know, agents will know this as well of course typically agents with Tottenham what they'll do is they'll get the offer and go yeah that's really interesting and then they'll put their client out to everybody saying that Tottenham want to sign my client but they're only offering him this Surely someone can do better, you know. It's Tottenham, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden we miss out. Um, but there's free transfer. There's one free transfer we are being consistently linked with, and I gotta be honest with you, I don't know how I feel about it. And that's okay. Willian from Chelsea. Yeah. There's there's the brain part of me that's going. Very good Premier League player. Um, constantly scores against us, so that'd help by taking that away. Um, you know, proven he plays in a position where you know we want to add depth and strength. It makes perfect sense. And then there's this gut kind of heart part of me, which is he's Chelsea. They've got a song about how much he hates us. He literally screwed us over to join them. Mm. Why do we want to sign him? <laughs> so I am completely torn by that. Now, of course, the guy could sign for us, score a load of goals, and all of a sudden it's Willian. Yay! <laughs> He's our player. He left Chelsea because he saw the light, you know, and blah, 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 blanter, banter, banter. But yeah, it, that's a weird one for me. It, it'd be like us signing Tony Adams. <laughs> it just, oh, feels dive, really, yeah. just feels really wrong. <laughs> do, you, do you know? It's, you know, it, look at that and go, good defender, but ugh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I know exactly what you mean. It, it's it feels for me. I mean, he's he's going to be thirty-two in August. So if he signed yeah. for us, then he'll then that's it. Thirty-two as he starts a new season with us. Yeah, and it for me it feels a little bit like a Harry Redknapp signing of. Of his yeah, era, yeah, uh, yeah. but but then, well, but William then, Gallas, that's a perfect, yeah, you know, yeah. And there was a, there was a few of them, like Louis Saha, wasn't there? Mm. But it, it may may be that's what this this will this transfer window will be. Like you know, we talk about it not being yeah. you know players going right. I want that player. Let's chuck 150 million at them. It's how can we with what limited budget we've got. How can mm. to, to to you know how redneck? How can we wheel and deal? How can we wheel and deal to yeah. get a team together that's going to give us a chance of look? I, I'd like to think that I, I think with Mourinho, he, he's he's never, despite maybe what 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 he'll say he is or you know, he's he's a he's a manager that comes in, wins a few trophies and then disappears. Right, you know, so it's like yeah. almost like a short term manager. Yeah. Now. I genuinely, and I mean this hand on heart, Sam. Right? If 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 in five years' time, Jose Mourinho isn't a manager anymore, but he won us four trophies, yeah. then yep, happy days, right? So if it means bringing in someone like William, who you're right, I I I have like hard feelings towards him because of what he did. But if he if if Mourinho's thinking, look, I, I want to, I'm going to win Spurs a trophy next season. Let's bring in a player that I know that's 
let's plug in a gap here that I know, I know the player, I know what he can do, I want to bring him in because I want to build a team that's going to win a trophy next season, then, I don't know, maybe let's bring a big, bring back a bit of the Harry Redknapp Wheeler Dealer sign-ins, you know, if it means winning something, then... Look, it's, it's, we, I think it's fair to say that we're, we're not on a project at the moment, are we? You know, we're, we're, <laughs> the project is win something. We're, we're not, we're not, we're not on a five-year Pochettino project at the moment. Yeah, we're on a. Can we just win a trophy next season, unless and, and maybe after that go back onto another project? But so yeah, I mean, yeah, I say bring him in, bring him in, and if it, if it, if it's if Mourinho's got in his mind that who he needs to bring in to win us something, then. Yeah, I mean, as, as much as it's going to be a clenched teeth scenario seeing him, like you say, if he bangs in a few goals and adheres, you know, adheres himself to the fans, then yeah. maybe, maybe we'll be that's forgotten. That's the thing. I mean, you, you, you make a, a, a strange analogy, but I often talk, you know, we talk about the players and how that weird feeling. If you transfer that to, to Tottenham kits a second, go with me on this. Okay. Do you remember that season with the stripe? Yes. Right, and every the minute that kit came out, I went, "What the f- is that?" Yeah, yeah. It yeah. looks like we got a seatbelt. What the hell is going on? Someone's run it over. Yeah, because <laughs> of that season and how just amazing that season was, like mental. I love that shirt. Yeah, yeah. I have just great memories. Every time I see the t- the team pictures of them playing in that shirt, I own one. I love that shirt. Yeah. That's ridiculous. The following season, we had a kind of... Uh, it was a bit dull, really, compared to that one. But I love that shirt as well, because mm-hmm. we went undefeated at the lane that entire season. Mm-hmm. Love that shirt. It's because of the memory of it. Willian signs for us. Every memory of him scoring against us for Chelsea will vanish if he smashes one in in the FA Cup final. Absolutely. Do you, do you know what I mean? And all of yeah. a sudden, he becomes a player that I'll always hold in high regard. Exactly. So you're right. It is kind of a a daft thing that I'm going to feel completely, ooh, I don't know about that. But as you said, he comes in, he scores goals for us, he creates goals for us. Because you've got Sonny, who is a phenomenal, you know, phenomenal player. You add Willian to the other side of that. You have Steve Bergwijn, you have Lucas. With those options, with Kane, suddenly, <laughs> yeah. you are goal threats yeah. everywhere in that attack. Yeah. Um, and and also you're really kind of you know it creates space for Kane, which is something I think we failed to do a little bit the last couple of seasons. Teams will kick the crap out of Kane and mark him. You've got players who can utilise the space created by that and score. Then teams suddenly have to change the way they defend against us because it's like, oh crap! <laughs> you yeah. know, Sonny just scored, William just scored. Right, okay, well, we better mark them. Then all of a sudden, Kane bangs one in. They're like, oh, for God's sake, leave us alone! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, a bit, a bit like where Liverpool are. You know, if you focus on Mane, Salah rip you apart. You focus on him, Mane rip you apart. And if you try and really focus on those two, they've got players running from deep who will rip you apart so you know it's a bit like that that's what he wants to try and create you can see that and Sun is lightning uh, William's not slow despite being older Bergwijn is lightning yeah. Lucas we know is like lightning so there is enough pace and power in that attack then with great options that you can rotate you can vary it up and you've got options to come in and out from the bench as well it does make sense 
it, yeah. it doesn't make sense. So yeah. I've kind of talked myself into it. Watching <laughs> watch him sign for Arsenal now. <laughs> you know, well, well, it's and been, then it's I'll been... really hate him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, doubly hate him. There are. It, it seems like I know it's only uh, press rumours, but it does seem like it's almost a done deal. You know, according to a lot of uh, a, a lot of stuff I'm reading online. You, you don't know, do you? Because obviously they're, they're trying to make stories at the moment. But I, I, I think it'd be a good signing, and I'd like to think that Mourinho's, you know, he's, he's identifying where, the, where 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 there's needs in the team, yeah. And and hopefully he's kind of re- well, he's probably I'm sure he has realised that he's not a Real Madrid anymore, so he, mm-hmm. he can't just spend 150 million on that on that no. that that plugging that gap. But then he, he's maybe doing. Probably what Harry Redknapp did was like, right, okay, this is where I, I get the impression he's really enjoying the challenge. Yeah, I do as well. Yeah, and and like you know, with like say with Harry Redknapp, you know, you, I know Harry Redknapp, he wasn't like a trophy laden era with him either. But we had, I felt like he was the the big stepping stone up to where possibly where we are now. And and Harry Redknapp would do that, wouldn't he? Where he'd look at he'd look at uh, he'd look at where uh, gaps need to be plugged and he'd just go to tried and tested players that he knows yeah. he can rely on and yeah. and I think that's the thing with Mourinho he he likes players that he knows he can rely on yeah. so so you know you look look at him in the past he's, he's always sort of gone to he's always taken players that he's had before you know so yeah hopefully that's what he's going to do here he's going to think right where can where can I where can I uh, solve these problems and what players do I know that I can rely on that I could potentially bring to Spurs that aren't yeah. going to cost a hundred million pounds? You know, yeah. so that's probably what he's doing with William. Yeah. For, for me, the 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 key, the key for me for next season, and again, and I don't know how we're going to do it financially. I don't know how we're going to do it horse training, etc. Is the defensive midfield? Mm. Um, because I, I mentioned it last week. I think Jan and Toby, this last season and the season before have looked worse than they are because of how exposed they've been yeah, of in course, our team. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course, they're not as quick as they once were. Who is when you, you know, get into your 30s? Oh, yeah. I'll get tired running a bath now. Let try try your 40s, Sam. <laughs> try your 40s, mate. Oh, mate. No, no you, you might be in your 40s, but I know you've got a TikTok account and I've seen you on it. So you're, you're, you're a cool... Cool Listen, right, I've, I've I've set my TikTok up. So if there if there is an interest and we do get emails, then I'm happy to share my uh, my TikTok account because at the moment <laughs> I've got one follower. And guess who that one follower is? Me, <laughs> because I found you. I'd, I'd like to point out to any of our listeners if you are interested in this account, do message me. One of the TikTok videos, he is dressed as a lady. <laughs> there you go. Look. Long oh. blonde hair. <laughs> Putting it out there, everybody, everybody, think about that. I won't deny it. I won't deny. It. <laughs> Something tells me I won't get the same level of response I do when I talk about Laura being a podcast. No, no. Weirdly, I mean, I... <laughs> yeah. Strange. Listen, I'm, I'm in my forties and I can rock a blonde wig, but yeah, unfortunately, that doesn't. I don't think that's a career path that's that's uh, an option for me. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I, I, I liked it. I mean, I, I enjoyed. <laughs> I, I, it made me feel better about me. Oh, there you go. See, so I achieved something. <laughs> yeah, I watched that video and went, "Oh wow!" And I thought I was cracking up. <laughs> oh, it's, it's great to see Matt has proper snapped. <laughs> oh, oh, I feel better. How long has it taken? Two months. Yeah, yeah. I, 
I fought loads better. Just, just great. So yeah, can we have the football back, that, please? Can we have yeah, the football yeah. back? I don't need yeah. a bit of sanity. On, on second thoughts, perhaps bringing the Premier League back in any capacity is yeah. a good idea. I'll yeah. take the thirty minutes. I'll take. Yeah. I'll, I'll take the, the body suit, the, the bubble body suits. Anything, please. Yeah. I, I just want the app that I can play boo and yay into a stadium. I, I'm desperate for that, and I want it to stay forever. Oh, <laughs> do, do you know what it reminds me of? I, I know I've mentioned this before, but when um, when we played, oh, what was it at? The, at Wembley, that's it. The first game mm-hmm. at Wembley, uh, when we moved to Wembley temporarily. Oh, didn't they it, play music in or something? It was against like... Chelsea. It was against Chelsea, mm-hmm. and we lost that game two one. Yeah, but I remember, yeah, they were playing drums, I think, through oh. the or something, and it and it and it only lasted that one game. It never came back, well, no, and it well, really no. was no surprise. <laughs> I think fan reaction was just like, "What the f- are you trying to do?" <laughs> Yeah. How about you create the atmosphere by playing well on the pitch? How yeah, about exactly. That? Yeah, we can, and we can, and we'll do the job for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You play well, we bring the atmosphere. Yeah, you play yeah. shite, we bring yeah. our heads in our hands. Exactly. There is a pattern here. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, but anyway, I want that app. <laughs> I don't yeah, care yeah. who suggested. I don't care how mental it is. If they're going to play these games for the rest of the season, I want to be able to press a button and boo them. Yeah, <laughs> Whoever yeah. they are, everybody. Definitely. Boo! Yeah. yeah, just non-stop for 90 minutes. Um, mate, I mean, we've reached that time where we, we sort of need to wrap up. There is one last thing I just want to discuss with you. Um, there is a computer game, a management game called Football Manager out there. I know many of our listeners are probably aware of it. Now, I used to play these management games when I was a lot younger, um, you know, in my teens, uh, early 20s. Um, I, I I remember stopping playing them once when uh, a lady I was dating at the time asked me to come to bed in a very seductive way and I said, not now woman, it's the World Cup final. <laughs> and and it suddenly occurred to me that perhaps I'd lost the grip on reality. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe I need to actually World Cup. Yeah, final. <laughs> maybe I need to put this game away. You know, this this is kind of messing with me. Um, but anyway, because of the lockdown and everything, I got reintroduced to it. Football Manager Twenty. Um, if anyone's listening, is there any kind of support groups for Football Manager addiction out there? Let me know. Drop oh, me an good. email because wow. <laughs> I, so we got um, we got we got me on TikTok. You're a football manager. We, yeah, we're not coping yeah. well, Sam. Aren't we, we? We're not we're not doing well. No, I mean I am. Um, I I basically took over uh, football manager twenty. I kind of uh, set myself a challenge: take over at Tottenham and do the rebuild. You know that Mauricio desperately wanted to do. Um, I've done it, and I I've achieved that now. But I still feel like I'm completely addicted, and I I need help. So yeah, anyone out there, drop me an email. Please. There's got to be support groups out there for you. There has to be. Uh, the yeah. first step is admitting you've got a problem. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and I'm there. I've done that. I've and done I've done that. it publicly. Um, so, yeah, please help. <laughs> you're, in a, you're, in a safe, you're in a safe space here, Sam. So I'm glad oh, that you've... You know, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm glad that you've, you know, you've, 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 you've told us and you know you put it out there. And like you say, hopefully there's people out there that can give you that support you need. Yeah. And um, when you're ready to discuss you like wearing a blonde wig on TikTok... <laughs> I'm here for you too. <laughs> I'm not there uh, yet. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Call me Marilyn. Anyway, uh, mate, it was lovely talking to you. Uh, big thank you to everyone who gets in touch with us. Uh, I hope you're staying well and staying safe. Uh, I know that it looks like the government are going to be loosening restrictions next week, but let's see what they got to say. Uh, we will be back, of course, next week talking to you yet again. Uh, if we are allowed, we may even be in pub gardens. Who knows? But uh, uh, from me, stay safe, stay well, and we'll be back soon. Take care, mate.
Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. Be sure to join over 50,000 other Spurs fans on our Facebook page at Spurs News. Until next time, come on, you Spurs! And remember, to dare is to do.